Burns and Gambo. Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Welcome back. It's the Burns and Gambo Show here on the flagship home of the Phoenix Suns, Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. We are live from the auction community studio, and it was not even quite a week ago. The Phoenix Suns, one and only pick in the NBA draft. And the gentleman they selected joins us right now on the Arizona Sports Line. Phoenix Suns rookie, the 52nd overall pick, Tumani Kamara, our guest here on Burns and Gambo. Tumani, I'm Dave. This is Gambo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Valley, and thanks for coming on for a few. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. I, I was in Belgium for a little bit. Ghent, Izegem, uh, Kotrig. So I know. Uh, Hui yes, Dog? Is that, is, that, is that how you say hello? Is it Hui Dog? Uh, Huynda, yeah. Huynda. Yeah, you said it right. You said it good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then right. I know <laughs> Lynx is left and Rex is right, correct? Yeah, I, I, so my first language is French. So I used to learn I used to learn Dutch a little bit like you guys learned Spanish in school. But I, I'm kind of losing it, so I, I can't tell you for sure. You're oh, correct. I can't remember. Yeah, so I'm, good. It sounds good for sure. Yeah, so my Dutch might be a little bit better than your Dutch right now. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. Tell me, tell me about the moment. Drafted by the Phoenix Suns, fifty second overall. It got to be a dream come true. Uh, you know, coming out of Dayton. Give me the, give me the thoughts on the moment when you found out you were being drafted by Phoenix. It was like a dream. It's, it still is a feel real. Um, going down the stairs and, and shaking the commissioner's head. It was just. Just crazy, man. It's something I've been dreaming about since the age of seven. So being able to accomplish that, especially in front of my mom and brother, uh, is just amazing. Amazing, especially with uh, our organization like the, the Phoenix Suns. I mean, can't dream for a better place. Can't dream for a better situation. So it still is a fury, like I said. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. Yeah. Uh, you tell me about the the night that, or before the night it happened. Tell me about the pre-draft process. Did you get a feeling the Suns liked you? Were they one of the teams that you were kind of keeping an eye on as their pick were cu- was coming? What what sort of indication did you have that it might be Phoenix before draft night? Oh, it was really hard for me to determine that because I've I've been through eighteen workouts throughout the draft process. So, um, a lot of different teams, a lot of different workouts. I did really good on. Uh, so I, I didn't really know uh, what team I was going to be able to get paid by, and. Uh, it, it was just it was just a mystery for me to to draft freely. So um, I didn't know. I know I had a, a great great workout with Phoenix. Um, just then, just didn't know they were gonna pick me. So yeah, it was a surprise for me too. Okay, so it wasn't wasn't like you had an indication or an inkling or a hint or anything like that. You kind of went into the second round as blind as could be in terms of where you were gonna end up. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, I, I knew when I came here for my workout. I, I was feeling really good. City, but maybe a gut feeling. We could say a gut feeling, but I didn't have any hint or anything right now. Tell me about finding a school to go to in the United States, and you know, growing up. And I know you got to play for the Belgian national team, and I know soccer was a big sport there. And I think you even started playing soccer. How did basketball become your number one sport, and how hard was it to get to the United States to go to school? Oh, uh, it was hard, man. And my brother, my brother's two years older than me. He's the one that kind of pulled me into the game of basketball. Um, I'm always just trying to be like him, trying to do everything better than him and compete with him all the time. So he really made me um, have this love for the game. And um, yeah, I think that it really started at a young age, um, just being able to compete, like I said, he wanted. And um, then I started talking to my coach back home in Belgium. I, I want to go pro. I want to go to the NBA as, as close as I can to the NBA. And um. 
he was telling me the best way to do it is go to college, and the best way to go to college is go to high school. So I was I was fully okay with that. I just didn't know how to get there. So he actually has his um, best friend um, that lives in Western Florida, who's actually now my agent. Um, who at the time we sent him video of me playing basketball and everything, and he just kind of helped me uh, finding a high school over there by going to different high schools, showing the clips, and asking the coach like if he's willing to give me a, sh- a chance and everything. So uh, I had to go f- in Florida for a week and uh, do a tryout and then uh, in front of a coach. Uh, actually, the high school I went to was Chaminade in Hollywood, Florida. And then, uh, yeah, it just went from there. The, the coach really liked me. And then the year after that, I was I was enrolled into the school and then spent three years over there for my sophomore year to my, to my senior year. And then that's where everything kind of like started picking up for me. Did, did, did you leave like everything you knew, family, friends, everything at 16 years old? Is that did, 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 you, did anybody come with you or did you come by yourself? No, I came fully by myself, fully by myself, blindly, barely knowing the language, uh, kind of like into, into a whole different world, a whole different culture, everything. So, so yeah, it was an amazing experience. That had, that, I, I mean, an amazing experience, but it also sounds like it could be sixteen, an emotionally overwhelming experience. I mean, right? Like that's a lot. It's a lot for us. I, I think about me at sixteen. I couldn't have done any of that stuff. I mean, I mean, you you must have had a lot of maturity as a sixteen year old to be able to deal with all of that. Oh, uh, I don't. I don't feel like I did much at first. I feel like it was more just about a dream coming through, uh, coming coming true. Really, being able to to play basketball in the American soil, uh, something European kids uh, dreamed about a lot. Uh, especially having all the media covering uh, high school basketball here in the U.S. and then stuff like that that we, that we don't really have in Europe. So it's it's really the country for basketball. So just having the small it's possible to be able to to do that. I think it was a no-brainer. For I had to take the chance, and it got me here, here right. today. So, take, take the friends and family out of it. When you're 16 years old, living in Florida, what did you miss the most about Belgium? The food and my family. It's probably the main two for sure. Uh, I think you're just so used to eating the same thing over and over, and and, and just having this, you know, home cooking, your mom cooking, and. Everything. So I think that's what I was missing the most. And then definitely my mom and my brother. Um, the people I grew up with, the people I spent most of the time till I was 16 with, and then just all of a sudden missing those two things, I think was probably the hardest. You got drafted out of Dayton, but a lot of people you know know this from, from you know checking out your background. You started in Georgia, played with Edwards on that for your first year in college basketball. The decision to leave Georgia, go to Dayton, what was that all about? Uh, I just feel like I needed to learn more about myself. And uh, for the for the next step in my career, just I had something that I had to figure out myself. I feel like I came into Georgia being a pretty shy kid um, and kind of create my own identity of being this shy kid and, and not really confident. And I feel like changing environment and finding a new place for me to, to blossom and to, to create this new identity and build this confidence I think was needed for me. And then uh, and they, and they, they had a really young team and everything. I feel like I was able to build myself into a leader and also would help me building my confidence and then it worked out great for me. Jumani Kamara, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Suns rookie taken 52nd overall in the NBA draft. You're stepping into a situation where obviously it's a very top-heavy roster with a lot of big stars in the big three, but then beyond that, there there would appear to be opportunity. Knowing that you still have a lot to learn and all that stuff being a rookie in this league, what have they told you about the opportunities that you might have in front of you on this specific roster, Jumani? Uh, I think they're, they're really, they're really implementing that 
stay true to yourself, um, be who you are, and, and play hard, play with the same grit and everything that brought you here. So I think it, it makes me feel comfortable about the situation. Uh, they're not drafting me for something that I'm, I'm not usually doing. So just stay true to myself and keep working hard, and, and everything gonna follow. So I'm just really confident with that, and uh, like like I said to to everybody, well, whatever it takes for me to 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 make the team win, whatever it takes for me to make my teammates better, whatever my coach needs me to do, I think it's something that I'm willing to do and, and willing to go through um, even throughout my early years. So just really excited. All right, I'm reading the Twitter account of our son's guru, Kellen. He was at your press conference about a half hour ago. Uh, apparently you like making music and you used to break dance. Do you still break <laughs> dance? No, I do not. I do not. It was when I was really young. It was when I was really young. But so if like some rookie, like if they make you do that in training camp, you oh, won't, you won't be able to oblige, oh, no. right? You won't be able to break dance if they ask you to do that? I mean, I, I'll be able to, you know. I, I still have some moves and everything. I'm not, I'm not a shy person anymore, so whatever I have to do, like I said, but, but I'm, I'm not as skilled as I used to, for sure. Oh wow! I thought this yeah, was, I, I might the... have kept that out of the bio there because once the veterans find out about that, <laughs> you might, might throw on some tone low or something, yeah, and you might be in a little <laughs> bit of trouble. Yeah, you might be in a little. Uh, I might be. I might be. You might be. Hey, it was nice getting to know you. Congratulations on being drafted by the Suns. I'm sure we'll talk to you at some point in the future. Thanks hey, for coming ha- on. How do you say goodbye in Dutch? In Dutch, oh man, I can say it in French if you want. All right, say it in French. Au revoir and merci. Au revoir. <laughs> Arrivederci. Ciao. <laughs> most frustrating. You can't say it in Dutch. Thanks, Timani. We appreciate it.